0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherise Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. The Comeback Mission is an NPO created to help those affected by poverty, HIV, AIDS, and addiction to alcohol and drugs. The chairperson of Comeback Mission, which is based in El Dorado Park, is Cheryl Pillay. She's also the chairperson of the El Dorado Park COVID Disaster Task Meeting Team. I'm delighted to have her as my guest now to tell me more about what she does. Cheryl, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me online this morning. Cheryl, tell me a little bit about the Comeback Mission.
1: Okay, so Comeback Mission was started um, 12 years ago as the scourge of substance abuse was starting to, to push its head out more and more within our community. al Park being... A- previously disadvantaged community with many social ills, unemployment, teenage pregnancy, high school dropout rate. Um, substance abuse is one of the, the the critical or bad issues that we are faced with in our community on a daily basis. Also the fact that obviously parents won't be able to afford to send their children to rehabilitation programs which is expensive. We needed to start up something locally within our community That would make it possible for um, substance users to get the necessary treatment that is required. So I'm also the chairperson of the Eldorado Park Local Drug Action Committee. So together on all of those, we look at uh, an holistic approach to the, to the substance. So um that's how come we started. And from there, it has just grown, um, into providing services to those that need, that is on substance, but also to the families, because I think the parents is the most affected and then our children in our community that comes from homes that is on, sub- where parents are on substance. So we do a complete intervention um, with regards to um, the scourge even removing children where moms are on substance placing them into a safe house giving mothers the alternative and we have quite a high rate of mothers on substance as well
0: I mean you mentioned a holistic approach but that is basically the only way to help those who are on substance abuse because it's not just taking away the substance it's, it's a whole bigger range of things that needs to be done
1: that's correct. Remember you have um, the National Drug Master Plan that actually guides you on the intervention. So you have the different pillars and the one that we, we, we have battles with is obviously the supply reduction within the community and that is supposed to be dealt with by your police and your, 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 your uh, you know, the the courts and things like that. The other one is obviously the awareness and early intervention where kids are starting as young as seven, eight, nine because they're growing up in a in an environment where um substance is easily available to them. And so that's the awareness and education so that we can have a demand reduction. And then obviously your treatment programs, which is which is critical. But the one lack we have is basically we can pay a lot of money for treatment but if there's no aftercare and skills development and reintegration all that money goes down the drain so that's when we speak about the holistic approach to, to, to substance
0: the come back commission involves a lot of different organizations love in action heavenly valley preschool um the hadassah center for women do you want to talk me through some of these organizations and what they do Okay, so
1: the DASA Center for
0: Women was a lot of times there
1: was stigma towards women that is on substance. Also, um, dealing with the issues of substance is that um, women use the one thing that they have to feed their habits most of the time, and that's their body. And so a lot of the damage that's done is internal. We also run the Envolveni Treatment Center for Men, so that's a separate component to, to the treatment. But I want to speak about the ADASA Center for Women because it's one of its kind. So we take women in and we keep them there for six months. So for the two months, they do rehabilitation, but the, the rest of their time for the four months, it's to do um, a skills development, a wellness program, um, something that when they come out, they are, able to become sustainable because that turns their, their, their narrative and taking a mother you're not just assisting a mother because if you take a mother she has four children so you're actually doing a program for five people at the same time so it is very very important um, for us uh to, to the programs that we do there. And then when they come back into the community, we have the seed program, which is a source of education, empowerment and development, where the beading and baking and skills that they've learned at the farm can then be implemented to sustain themselves. So we've had great success stories on that on the DASA Centre, but also relapses quite a bit. And then they go back into the abusive relationship and, 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 and substance and the gender-based violence is so closely linked that we cannot divorce the one from the other. Even the child neglect in our community comes from substance abuse. And, um, you know, the Sasa card is laying at the drug dealer. So you have to look at an holistic intervention when we do um, the whole uh, Hadassah Center program. So that for me is one. Then love in action is because of the poverty in our community and the unemployment, even now during COVID, you could pick it up even more, is that Families cannot support themselves. So we then do a food relief program where we assist. There's also a lot of, um, if there's funerals or children that need to go to school, we do big stationary drives. But it's all part of giving back to the community and creating a sense. So our policy is basically by the community for the community. Because if we are able to invest our time, and we all work 100% voluntary, I want to tell you that, is that I invest back in my community. It makes it easier for someone else to come and invest. 80% of our projects is not uh, funded by government. It is funded by us just doing our own kind of things on the ground, creating sustainability, investing our time, investing in our resources to, to basically make a difference. The Heavenly Valley Preschool is an informal settlement in our community that is over 40 years uh, being there, and it's one of the most impoverished communities as well, where unemployment and education levels is very low in that community because the high dropout rate uh, in 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 the commun- in in Eldorado Park as a whole is a problem. So I was very proud. I think the first year that we started, second year maybe 2016, we had our first matriculant coming out of that informal segment, going into ECD uh, training, and then becoming the preschool teacher at the center. So those are good stories, I think, and you, it's not stories that makes the media, but it's things that makes us passion, of the passion to continue to make an impact in the community.
0: Um, Cheryl's absolutely unbelievable, and it is heartwarming to hear these success stories, and this should be making the media. But I also want to ask, you are the chairperson of the COVID task team in El Dorado Park. I just wonder what you set up and how effective it's been. Okay, so,
1: you know, the response, the humanitarian response to COVID-19 was important for us because, yes, we went into lockdown. We had all our all the media hype about government delivering food parcels, but we all know that that wasn't going to just happen immediately. And instead of sitting and waiting, we then, because our, all the stakeholders together in the community, we have a good relationship. So we got together and said, "What is going to be our response to 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 this pandemic?" And we then set up in our local community centre, and we didn't want the the councillors to be leading it because they need to political. So we kinda had a a political intervention with our every stakeholder and every local council and political party was there and just followed the line. And we started in you know um putting it out there saying this is what we're doing. But we also had our own protocols and principles to follow, looking after ourselves as well. And at the end of the day we managed to do six thousand eight hundred food parcels, which was loved to the homes because he couldn't get people to come to the war. We've then also done, you know, some home visits and then you find out there's a granny, she's 83, she doesn't have a bed to sleep on. So the next thing you would end up doing is then do beds and blankets and, and, and it just kind of follows its own trend. So that was very successful. If I must say of the 6,800 food parcels, we had 400 veggie packs from the city of Johannesburg as a well. whole. So, um, the rest was from local businesses, FBOs, friends, family, that just gave into into the project. And, yes, we're continuing now on a smaller scale. So, what we're doing now is to do quarantine care packs. So, we, we delivered quite a few to homes where families was in isolation and just followed the protocols. But we haven't shut down completely because we're just trying to see if we're going to go into a second wave or whatever. So we, we still
0: on, on track on that. Cheryl, what's coming through is how kind of close knit the Eldorado community is. And I wonder if you could describe it. I, I, we've had this tragic loss of Nathaniel Julie's. Um, it must have impacted tremendously on every member of the community. And maybe just in the last remaining minutes, just talk about the community and the impact that that has had and going forward. I think um,
1: with Nathaniel, you could see community coming together, and it wasn't just Nathaniel. Even before that, when we have tragedy, you always see community coming together. Yes, we do have our differences, which every community has, because there's political heads, there's different religion, there's the various churches. But the one thing, when there is anything that happens in our Community, we are able to pull together all our resources, our businesses, our stakeholders. And I think, um, I've got a t-shirt on that says strength in our community. You know, it's, 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 and that is the thing that keeps us going because we do have strength. And I always want to think we're not a helpless, hopeless community. And, and sometimes the negative image that goes out there is just like everybody's on substance. Everybody's high. Everybody. and, And what we're trying to do is say there's a lot of good and there's a lot of positiveness. And coming together in times like with Nathaniel shows the strength with the community. And I think in every community, there's the element that takes us down the bad road. But we also need to celebrate the good within our community.
0: Well, you certainly the element in the community that's taking a higher road and um, helping those who need to come along with you. Um, Cheryl, I've loved chatting to you. Is there, if anybody would like to help or donate or get involved, is there who should they contact?
1: Yes, they can. Obviously, we've got our
0: website. Also,
1: they can contact me or our uh financial person is Monique Fisher. Um, she's actually the center manager at the Baraguana Center, at the Empoweni, that treatment center that's at Barra. But, yeah, we also appeal. One of the things i we're looking at is, we need two containers desperately. They can put out a there. And then also if there's people that want to get involved on any level, you know, we've got children, we've got women, we've got gender-based violence. We just launched our 72 hour uh, first seventy-two hour safe house for gender-based violence because I think that's important. Um the red tape involved for you to go into a shelter. So we're trying to cut some of that so that you can be just taken out of your situation. So any of those fields, if people want to give or donate, surely they can contact me and my details is
0: available. Cheryl, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me and really appreciate it. Keep up the good work. That was Cheryl Pillay from the Comeback Mission in El Dorado.